I'm Heather. This is Jay. And this is the Trauma Tally. So, Jay, mm-hmm. um, go ahead and tell us what a Trauma Tally is, and I'll tell you guys what's in store for the month of October. Okay, a Trauma Tally is when you've gone through a traumatic experience in your life, or maybe you know someone that's gone through one in their life, um, which can be anything, because we're all humans, and we react different ways to things. And then someone comes up and says, well, that wasn't that bad or so-and-so had it worse. Or maybe you've said that to yourself, or maybe you've said that to someone else. And that's a trauma tally. We don't want to downplay someone else's traumas or our own. Um, We would rather face those traumas and work through those and try for healing. Um, So we don't, we do not encourage trauma tallies here on the podcast (laughs) yeah we don't we don't want you guys to downplay your trauma that's the big thing but every now and then you need something lighthearted. and what's more lighthearted than coming into the holiday season and then what's the first month of the holiday season spooky spooky month so we have hereby dubbed october cryptotober and we are going to just do fun kind of spooky scary stories about cryptids and ufos and just things that are you know out there that we've heard of um we're gonna try and keep it lighthearted, <laughs> which is you know kind of hard but we may dig into like some phobias and things like that but Ooh, phobias let's start with the definition of a cryptid for those who don't know so where we're getting our name on this one okay so what is that heather so a cryptid is An animal whose existence or survival to the present day is disputed or unsubstantiated. Thank you. Unsubstantiated. Any animal of interest to a cryptozoologist. So these basically, we're talking like Bigfoot, Chupacabra, things like that. Ah. So today, for funsies, I thought I would look at the UFO index. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I was not expecting this because I was just like kind of scrolling through it. And I was like, okay, well, what are the most recent sightings? Well, you know, Jay and I are from Texas. So it really shocked me to see that around Houston hmm. are some of the most recent sightings. So on 9-1-2023, someone saw a long blue beam of light flying east across West Texas around 9 p.m. So this is more like Big Springs. This is more Sweetwater. Okay. Just on the other side of Sweetwater. Um, close enough to Houston for what I for what my theory is on this. But they said it was much lower than a commercial aircraft. Then we jump up to 9-10-2023 in Livingston, Texas. Um so a boomerang shaped flying object was about 500 feet up with several dim lights Hmm. um it was moving slowly about 200 300 yards and then all of a sudden it just disappeared uh, as fast as it appeared so then we go to freeport texas on 9 11. yes yesterday 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 our time but you guys were um you guys are in october now when you're hearing this so a little bit of ways, but a bright triangle in the clear sky. So it was at 8.23 p.m., still kind of lightish out here. Um, it came out of nowhere and then slowly disappeared. Slowly, like faded? Mm-hmm. Huh. And they said it was bright as lightning in the sky. 
Okay. Mm. So I actually wanted to focus on a little place in Utah called Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. So initially I thought about doing some Skinwalker um, stuff, but I just kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of shying away from it a little bit just because of some of the lore. I will kind of give a, a history of what a Skinwalker is so that you kind of get an idea. But um, first of all, my sources on this are, of course, UFOindex.com that I was just on, mm-hmm. Utah.com, and Wikipedia. Okay. Okay. So, um, Skinwalker Ranch is in Gusher, Utah. It's in the Unita Basin Valley between Salt Lake City, Utah, and Denver, Colorado. It actually borders the um, the Unita and the Uray uh, Reservation okay. and the Unita uh, Basin Valley. So, they got their name from the Navajo Skinwalkers. Um, according to Navajo tradition, they're a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as animals. The term is never used for healer or medicine men or women. Um, a witch is considered evil, but healers are considered good in the Navajo tradition. The Navajo name, and I'm going to mess this up so bad, but it is Yi Naldlushi, which translates to, by means of, it goes on all fours. Mm. The legend is well not uh, is not well understood other than that outside of the Navajo culture, culture because they do not talk to outsiders about it. They refuse. Yeah. So it's like a shapeshifter. Yeah, it's like a shapeshifter. It's a it's a human that has used magical powers basically mm-hmm. or other powers to be able to shift themselves into an animal. Okay? Right. Okay. So Skinwalker Ranch gets its name from the indigenous histories of the area and the abnormalities people have encountered there. It's approximately 512 acres, so it's pretty big. Hmm. It's also near Roosevelt, uh, where we'll get some of this, um, some of this information. So this is an article um, in 1970 from 1978 in the um, Desert News. It was pu- it was published uh, September 4th, 1978. So um, after 10 years of strange sightings of lights, residents came forward with sightings. Huh. So a 13-year-old, Dale Woods, um, he was at 10.30 p.m. on 8-10-78, which would, you know, a couple of years be my (laughs) husband's birthday. But anyway, um, walking to his grandmother's trailer, he sees a silver dome shape on the horizon surrounded by intense green frame-like lights. So it comes over to him. It hovers above him as if watching him just sits there he says it had hummed before like an engine but there was no noise when it was over him all of a sudden it started to rotate and he got scared so he ran back into his aunt's house which where where he was coming from to tell his brother david david then called the mom who was at the grandma's house and she's like oh you guys quit trying to scare the kids okay (sighs) but then the mom says the air conditioners and tv should shut off Hmm. The dog started cowering, whining, and crying, but not barking. They ran, so she and everybody at Grandma's house ran outside to see the craft circle their area twice and then take off to the northeast. Ooh, that's yeah. so spooky. That's so spooky, isn't it? <laughs> uh. So another woman was out there in that area, too, with her 10-year-old grandson while they were driving. And the woman said she saw the kind of the craft out of the corner of her eye 
and asked her grandson if it was an airplane. She goes, oh, is that an airplane? He said, no, it's a flying saucer. Well, it's just a matter of fact. Then. Yep. <laughs> the woman said she pulled over to watch, but said she wasn't afraid having witnessed the same thing 10 years before. Okay, so this is normal for these people. <laughs> Apparently it's normal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know, I was like... Well, oh, this is, this is a Tuesday. It's just another UFO. Oh, look at that. That one's pretty. She said they just didn't feel like they were in danger, so they just watched it. There was another report with two women who wanted to remain anonymous, I guess, because they weren't listed in their names in the report. Um, they were out just riding their horses, and they saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people used to not say anything because they treated them like they were crazy, you mm -hmm. know, or whatever, for seeing stuff. Yeah, and it's so. just like... This is all, and all of these are around this ranch, so this is why this ranch kind of has this reputation. But it's like that whole area of Utah. It's just Spookville. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. Well, and you know, you, there's got to be some mystery to that area because the, it's a lot of desert. It's a lot of reservation land. It's a lot of unknown. So yeah. people, you know, will kind of use their imaginations for that kind of thing. Think in the my biggest opinion. fear is like the unknown. Yeah, like, exactly. With me, if I had seen that hovering over my head and rotating, I'd been like the kid. I'd have ran. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I would um, been like, oh, cool, it's there. Uh, it's moving now. We're gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's moving, but it's not leaving me alone. I'm gone. Say, Peace I, out. I think the, the, the unknown is probably the worst. And if you're the mom, like, and you get that phone call, and you're like, huh. Well, no, just quit, know, quit, quit getting me to the other kids. And yeah. then all of a sudden the TV shut yeah. off and the air conditioner shut off and the dogs start cowering and uh -huh. like scared. And you're like, uh. And animals are the biggest predictor of earthquakes and things like that. So, yeah. Well, and it said in the article as if they heard something that nobody else could hear. Yeah, because they can. And it was like, <laughs> that's what you like. The mom's like, ah, quit trying to scare the kids. Boom. And okay then, then the... maybe this something is and then they run out there and there's yeah. this you know thing circles them twice <laughs> yeah. like yeah here and i am and the then go and the kid in the car oh, is that a airplane oh no it's a flying saucer <laughs> yeah that was actually her grandson because i thought it was her son too oh, okay. but it was actually her grandson. grandson but yeah he's just like no it's a flying saucer she's like oh let's watch and then the women on the horses we're going out riding tonight oh look at there Another one. I know. It's like, wow, it must be just very Well, common. and according to the article, there was another sighting the more the month they added this on the end. There was another sighting the morning uh, Monday before the article was released. An 18-year-old man and his parents at their dairy farm saw it and they never found any any evidence of any kind of landing. Right. They thought maybe it might have landed, but they never found any evidence that it landed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So this one, the reason I included this this particular article is this the this you know this is when I was like, I don't know if I can explain this one away. Yeah, <laughs> you know, too many people, and it's just like, oh yeah, it's another one. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's kind of like what you know, yeah. like there's others in here. You'll see. I can kind of explain away, but this one just like gave me goosebumps it, this yeah. is the one i sent you a text message and i said that i'm reading an article right now from 1978 oh. that's making my hair stand on end <laughs> that was this one yeah it's freaky it's a really interesting article um okay so the ranch uh was also dubbed or nicknamed ufo ranch well okay. due to 50 years of sightings oh my gosh yeah so it was common it's like okay it's another yep. one 50 years of sightings they had seen at this place. So they had 50 years of sightings. They had vanished and or mutilated cattle, mm. UFO or orb sightings, large animals with quote unquote piercing 
red eyes unscathed by bullets and invisible objects emitting destructive magnetic fields. Okay, then. I'm yeah. not moving there ever. Ever, right? <laughs> well, it's like, it's really desolate. <laughs> I'm just saying. So a previous owner, um, I think his name was, last name was Sherman, claims that a large wolf came onto the property one night and it was oversized with piercing red eyes. He claims to have shot the wolf, shot it, made contact with the bullet several times with no result, and the wolf ran away, leaving no tracks. So that could have been a skinwalker. That's the thought, because they, they see a lot of these animals mm -hmm. out there that They're are like strange, this. Strange, oversized looking. Oversized, and exactly. So um, apparently at this point, the Shermans were like, peace out, yo. Uh, yeah. Um, so they sold the ranch to billionaire Robert Bigelow in 1996 for $200,000. They like, have it. <laughs> so Utah.com states their behavior seems less in line with someone trying to turn a profit and more like folks trying to get out of Dodge. Yeah, I would be like, that's what every scary movie I mean, is think like, about oh, we're going to stay and investigate. Just leave. Just leave. Well, think about that. 200000 for 512 acres. Granted, it is desert. That's still as old. And it was 1996, you know, but still huge discount. <laughs> that is a that is a huge discount. Come to bargain basement ranches on Skinwalkerville. Like, everybody's like, oh yeah, <laughs> they they sold it to make money and blah blah blah. No, no, they did not turn a profit on mm -hmm. that. I don't think. I'm not, I don't think so. If they did turn a profit, it was minimal. Yeah, that's just hardly anything. They were just trying to get out. So, uh, Robert Bigelow was one bought the bought the. Um, ranch to investigate and so he had a crew out there and they state that they found many of the creatures they saw many of the creatures with red eyes and had several cow cattle mutilations including one where they had seen the cow just one hour earlier alive and well hmm. only to find it bloodless with no blood around it on the ground or anything no blood no blood in it no blood around it and disemboweled in the pasture ew yep so there was also a couple who went out um, into the desert nearby, not necessarily on the ranch, but nearby, mm -hmm. and they wanted to go out to UFO sighting. Hmm. And they just, you know, were standing out there and they were looking, trying to see if they could see anything. And they're like, "Ugh, you know, we can't, Nothing's we can't happening. see anything. Nothing's happening. They stayed out there for a while. So then they go back to their car and it's not where they left it. Oh, <laughs> there's no tracks leading away from their car. Oh. The tracks where their car was stopped where at where they parked it. Uh -huh. And they found their car further away with no tracks leading to it. Fantastic. Virgin sand. <laughs> oh my gosh. Virgin sand. Yeah. <sighs> like their car had just been picked up and put down. That's crazy. That's that's scary. Yeah. I mean, to think that, you know, that could happen. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, man, this is not real, blah, blah, blah. And then they go out and they're like, uh, dude, where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> it's a throwback to a really bad movie. But oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my like, goodness. That one, that one gave me chills, too. But, again, that's just, you know, that could be disputed as they're. Oh, they're just saying it. They're just saying There's it. There's no yeah. evidence of that, yeah. So, in 2016, Robert Bigelow gave up, and it was sold again to an anonymous buyer who in 2020 decided to say, hey, my name's Brandon Fugel. Um, he decided to get paired with the History Channel to do a reality show called The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. Ah, money So they were trying to scientifically prove the events, but like their predecessors, they got more questions than answers. 
I watched like a little bit of this. I haven't, I've only watched a little bit of like the first episode, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and they were finding like these ridiculous levels of magnetic fields uh-huh. just like strong on rocks. Yeah. It was crazy. So the big thing about the Skinwalker Ranch and the area of Utah around uh, in that area of Utah. Yeah. Is that it's not just that it's happened or that these stories are come out. It's that these people legitimately and like adamantly believe it's true. Well, I mean, they live there, so only they would know all the shenanigans that's going on there. But, um, question for you, Mm -hmm. if you know the answer, how many human beings have gone missing in that area? So I didn't see any reports of humans missing, just cattle. Isn't that odd? Yeah, there's lots of sightings, lots of, you know, odd lights, orbs, lots of of spaceships. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them describe them to have, like, either an orange or a green glow around them. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, that's how they're described but as far as like missing people i don't actually i didn't find anything related between that you could combine the two well you know like sometimes you'll hear people talk about alien abductions yeah and they'll be like i miss all this time was missing but then it was like it never passed or something weird like that like it's yes so we can weird thing we can get into that on another cryptid episode if you want to but yeah there's lots like People state like one guy I've heard of, and I'm I'm just gonna, you know, off the cuff on this, I'll have to look into the actual story of it. But basically, he was sitting in his car, and he looked up into his window, and there was one outside his window, his upstairs window. Oh no! And then the next thing he knew, it was two hours later, and he was still sitting in his yeah. car. Missing time. That's yeah. what I was talking about. A lot of those yeah. people report missing time. So just like missing time, like they don't remember anything. Yeah. So. Um, so, uh, there's some theories and stuff we can get into here in a minute, but I wanted to ask you, what do you think? What do I think about, about the activity out there? Yeah. I believe in interesting things, but, um, like you've got interdimensional things going on out there and yeah, when you have something that large, it just fades and into the sky just, well and not just, just fades away <laughs> and it's been there it's been happening for over 50 years yeah there's something and going on. you know our 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 um air force hadn't developed to the point where they could do that kind of stuff yeah. you know our military hadn't made those kind of developments to be able to do that kind of stuff at that point yeah well I, I wasn't even thinking along those lines. I, I was yeah. thinking it's mainly, uh, well, we can't explain it. So it's the unexplained. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I've, I think there's a lot of stuff that we don't understand. And it's not just, oh, visitors from another planet. And it's not just right that kind of thing. It's like dimensions and wormholes or whatever you want to call yeah, them. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay with all because, that. I believe, believe it or not, that's why I say I'm very crunchy is because I believe in a lot of that. So, I mean, it's just, there's a lot of things going on out there. I wonder why the magnetic field is so strong out there. Yeah, why is the magnetic field so strong? Why is this Isn't that this the same particular... way in the Bermuda Triangle, though? Yes. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's something there. We can't see it. Yeah. And 
you know, my my dad's theory used to be that, um, you know, the city of Atlantis, missing city of Atlantis, all of that is related to our world was far more advanced than we knew. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he thinks that all of that is when we lost Atlantis, it was because we lost all of that, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I don't know about all that. I do believe that it would be naive to think that we are the only um beings beings <laughs> in and the galaxy as as large as ours um i saw a meme one time though that made me laugh because it made me it just really did and it said that uh you know aliens when they drive past earth they lock their doors yeah well you know they're pretty good at playing hide and seek don't you think oh yeah for sure and there are military aircraft our aircraft that can disguise themselves in the sky you wouldn't even know they were there but how just they, got they that. are exactly, <laughs> ah. but they are so much less advanced than it would take to do these things. And that article from 78 is what really just like, ugh, like that yeah. one, I could not come up with anything. Well, here's the thing, like with it being Skinwalker Ranch and the story, the, the witching stories mm -hmm. of the Navajo, you said, right? Yeah. Um, and everything like that. When you add all that together, you know, sometimes I wonder what UFOs and, and quote aliens are, if they are just that or if they are something else. Yeah. <laughs> and it happening at Skinwalker Ranch makes me wonder, you know, even more, what are they exactly? Yeah. You know? I mean, when you get into witchcraft and things like that, where they're doing like the evil and the dark yeah. side of witchcraft, it's mm -hmm. definitely kind of, you know. It's, it's. We, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know either. It, it can like go. When you're talking about large, oversized animals with red eyes and all of that, you know, there's probably some scientists out there that says, oh, well, this and that and the desert and the red and the blah, blah, blah. But if there is one, great. But I've never seen an oversized animal with red eyes. That didn't show the bullet wounds that it got shot with or leave yeah. any tracks. And yeah. Of course, and, and still, everybody's going to say, our government is going to say, <laughs> people from our government would probably say, Oh, it's just, they're just, you know, they're just having stories. It's fantasy, you know? So, apparently, there was a press conference recently, and I'll have to look into it and see. And I Oh, yeah, the UFOs it, are real? That UFOs are real. Yeah. I was like, oh, my it's God. It's like, okay. <sighs> I have to, I want to look into it and find out more, and, and I thought about doing it as a blurb on the next episode. And everybody's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're living our life. <laughs> and everybody else, and, the, and those of us that are like, have kind of looked at this from side-eyed from a while are like, Oh, snap. Well, how many new things can we fit into one decade? <laughs> exactly. We've had killer hornets. We've had, you know, plagues. We've had. <laughs> it's like, oh, UFOs exist? Okay, cool. We're I'm just like, at this point, it's a Tuesday. Yeah. We're just, oh, yeah, it's a flying saucer. Okay, let's pull over and watch it. <laughs> hey, look at there. You know? All right. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll go over the theories that are listed on the Utah.com website. Sounds good. All right. And we're back. Yay. Okay, so now we're going to go over the theories that uh, Utah.com um, lists. Okay? So theory number one, people are, are lying to get money. Do they get money? I mean, we need to find out. Does these people get money for their stories? So 
I really love what they said about it. It said subscribers to this theory were likely the same person who raised their hand at the end of class and reminded the teacher that they had homework too. It's not a fun theory at all, and it shouldn't even be considered. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we don't know <laughs> if they got money. It's like, well, we don't even know. Yeah, like I mean, especially back back when you know. Theory number two: extraterrestrial visitor visitors. Unsurprisingly, this is one of the most popular theories about the um, anomalies at Skinwalker Ranch. It will certainly explain a lot of things like the bright lights, flying objects, strange voices, electrical disturbances, and cattle, mutila cattle mutilated with scientific precision. There we go. But why would our flying friends be so secretive? Maybe they're filming their own docuseries. <laughs> Let's freak out the humans. <laughs> I know, right? I really love the like tongue-in-cheek that they had with these. That's why I wanted to do it. So here we go. You're going to like this one because this kind of follows what you were saying. It's just like theory number two with a sort of twist. Rather than believing that UFOs arrive from another planet, subscribers to this theory believe they arrive from a parallel dimension or universe. Yeah. Sounds crazy, but this would certainly explain why the lights in the sky sometimes to ap appear to look like portals. And any kind of interdimensional gateway would be bound to cause more anomalies nearby, right? See? Okay, theory number four is geophysical processes causing the brain to hallucinate. The scientists have come out. <laughs> so, hold on to your brain, protecting tinfoil hats for this one. Okay. Because <laughs> it's a doozy, <laughs> it says. <laughs> wow. Developed by neuroscientist Michael Persinger, this theory points, uh, this theory posits that geophysical forces like tectonic shifts seismic activity geomagnetic fields and others may affect the part of the brain involved with creating hallucinations under this reasoning everything people experience at skinwalker is a result of increased seismic activity in the area but like they're all seeing the same thing like I, I that would understand. be like a mass hallucination right yeah, see there's no swamp there so they can't say swamp gas so now they have to say geo blah 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 <laughs> i love the end of it because it says it's pretty out there but this theory has the biggest words in it so that makes it most likely right that's what i'm saying here comes the scientist <laughs> so in regards to the one in texas i said i showed you a picture of the air force next gen fighter plane yeah. it is triangle in shape yes could be look could consider to be look like a boomerang um, and I do know that they do have some kind of cloaking abilities, but um, so that could explain that way. It could make that flight all the way from, you know, over in Houston where these bases are, all the way over to Big Spring, all the way down into Livingston and and yeah. all those all those different areas. So that's possible. So now we're going to look at some from ufo.com that happened in utah okay? okay so uh we do not recommend pointing laser skin laser pointers towards the sky because it can cause blindness for pilots flying so i will say that as a preface before i read these okie dokie so uh this is a report from 1 10 2023 in orem utah and they were pointing lasers at the sky which you shouldn't do um, and so it was uh, about 11.30 p.m. And they pointed it at the orange-colored sky. The sky there glows orange from the lights from the city. And we hit a big green disc, disc with the laser. It turned green when they hit it with the laser. Oh, maybe yeah. that's why they don't want you. No, I'm just kidding. 
sorry. It's okay. Uh, when the laser shined on it, he turned the laser off and it shined on it again. And it dead stopped, did a flip, and started coming back towards them. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you better run. He says, I got scared and ran in the house. Mm-hmm. That's creepy. <laughs> and he said, you couldn't see it when you turned the laser off because it was glowing the color of the sky. Mm. So when I ran inside, he lost sight of it and we couldn't find it again. Nor did they wish you, I'm sure. Probably like, I don't not. Want to see that again. The, the did a flip is what I went. What? Mm-hmm. So this one, this one just like what? You know, because what the little the little thing he puts at the end, I went what? Okay, he said a liquid metal like object observed between Roosevelt and the Vernal and Vernal, Utah. So it's the same area. The object was seen through, but reflect was see through, but reflective as well. Um, you could see the bushes reflecting into it uh, from the ground that it was flying above. Hmm. He said, no noise, but animals moved away from the area. Rabbits and cows started running around. Yep. He said, all of a sudden, my phone started to freak out. It dialed 911, started calling other numbers and taking pictures of the sky in my face. His phone? His phone. He said, I did receive minor burns on my hand, but that was determined to be from radiation. Okay. Radiation from what? I guess they were trying to say his phone. I don't know. It doesn't say anything after that. Huh. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's pretty bad when your phone is smart enough to know you need to get the heck out of there. <laughs> well, rabbits are running away. Cows are running away. Your phone's like trying to dial 911 your phone and is like, take You're pictures stupid. and get, get, get out, out of here. here. <laughs> yeah. So here's another set with uh, uh, laser pointers. And this was 10-4 of 2020. And it also did a flip and and came back to him. Don't Mm -hmm. point lasers in the sky, people. And it was also this color. It was, and this was also the same color as the sky until they put the laser pointer on it. They said, "I don't don't think I'd be doing that in Utah, just laser pointing the sky." (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. He says, "I thought they were going to come back and laser us." (laughs) (laughs) Laser for laser. Oh, that's. That's just crazy that they, you know, pointing these lasers up in the sky and Mm -hmm. then you see something like that. That's creepy. So. But the both of them did flips and came back to the houses and stopped dead. Yeah. And hovered. Uh (laughs) Oh. Yeah. That's crazy. And both of them got freaked out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was basically the same, same report, but it was... One was at 1-10-2023, and the other one was 4-10-2020. Oh, okay. So one was in January 2023. One was in April of 2020. So that, my friend, is Utah, the Skinwalker Ranch, and the UFO sightings of that area. That's creepy. There's a bunch more. I just read the ones that were, like, very detailed. Right. There's a lot more orbs. I saw an orb. I saw a ship. I saw, a, you know, one guy's like, well, I saw something, but it could have just been metal coming back to Earth. But the ones the ones that piqued my interest were it doing a flip. Radiation burns on his hands yeah. and his phone freaking out. That was just like blew my mind. The people's car that got picked up and moved. The cow that was mutilated and there was no blood. Right. Like none. 
which is common, believe it or not. I, and you always hear, oh, cattle mutilations, blah, blah, blah with these, but they never like, I started when I'm listening to these now, that's one thing I listen for is, is was there any blood? Yeah. Because it seems like more and more of them have it where there was no blood, horses and cows. Maybe the chupacabras in cahoots with the green guys from outer space. Or the or the I'm skinwalkers sorry. or I don't know. Who knows? I'm not making fun. I'm just, it's just funny to think about it. You know. No, it's fun. It's, it's tongue in cheek. It really is. Because everybody's like, it's something that is so scary to think about. It's so scary. You got to kind of make it. Got to kind of make it funny. <laughs> you got to kind of <laughs> joke about it because it can be, it can be terrifying. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, you and I both have a cryptid story to tell. Okay. I'm going to tell one for my older brother, which could totally be BS because he liked to scare us kids, you know but it was still, <laughs> it's still, it still was pretty detailed for him and it was on par for him. So it could be real. I don't know. Oh, so basically where we lived was, uh, we lived in, uh, on a farm. It was a mini farm. It was about five acres. Um, we still had cows, chickens, goats, farm gardens, you name it. Anyway. So he says he and his friend were in his truck and they were loaded up and they were driving from town, which was about uh, five miles out to the farm where my parents were and us, the rest of us kids were asleep. And he says, as they were going around this curve by an old school, mm -hmm. that they saw somebody standing in the road. And this person was standing in the road, and he was all in black, and he had a long coat on. Ew. And so they said they got mad, and being teenagers in the, you know, 80s, they decided to pile out of the truck and grab a baseball bat out of the truck and go scream at him and find out what he was doing. They said, as they're approaching him, going, hey... Hey, what the hell do you think you're doing? He turns to them with large red glowing eyes and spread his wings and flew away. See ya. I'm not there anymore. <laughs> he said they all, they all ran and jumped in the uh -huh. truck and, and tore off home. I would be too. I'd be like, mm -hmm. so that's, that's my cryptid story. So that could be, there's some, a lot of different things that could be, that could Sounds be like a Mothman, but I don't think Mothman's been seen in Texas. It's like some matrix thing. I don't know. Yeah, but he said so, he said he had big uh, red glowing eyes and Oof. spread his wings and flew away. If it's real, I wonder if he still thinks about it. <laughs> I don't know. You still think about it. You just told I don't, the story. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and like I said, he could have just made it up because he's a pretty good he's a pretty good storyteller and yeah, kind of. That's a that's good my one. oldest that's, brother. You yeah, know, keep the kids inside at night, and nobody's gonna venture out if they think giant black moth angel whatever is out there <laughs> you know guy yeah. dressed in black and all that was just you know that's that's one of the ones that i remember vividly like because i could picture it i could picture the guy turning around and what they thought was a long coat and spreading wings. his wings out and mm -hmm. flying batman. away freaking batman that's crazy yeah so my Demon. story anyway. <laughs> is an actual animal thing I'm, I'm not sure what it was but I saw this myself. Um, we were living in a neighborhood in town. It was a small town. And down the street from me was the little turnabout neighborhood, like uh, the little cul-de-sac mm -hmm. or whatever yeah. they call those little turnabouts. I think they're cul-de-sac. Yeah. So there was one down the street from me. <clears throat> and they had been working on this one house, and they had dug a deep, deep, deep hole in the back 
of this house. I don't know why, but it was super deep. I'm not sure exactly what was going on. It wasn't like for a swimming pool. I don't know what it was. Um, but maybe a storm shelter. I have no, no, it was deep. It was like, it was deeper than that. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, my brothers were, we were kind of night owls in the summer. And so I was about maybe 13 and my brothers were on the front porch talking to some friends and it was getting close to midnight. And, uh, so I thought, well, while they're busy talking, I'm going to walk down to the roundabout and come back. Cause I had a friend that lived down there, uh, um, from school and of course she was asleep, <laughs> but as I was coming back, there was this little, well, it wasn't that little, it was about the size of a basketball, um, brown, hairy, dusty looking thing that had things clinging to its back. And I, at first I thought, is that a giant spider? What is that? Like, I wanted to get a good Ooh, look that at just it. Gives me the shivers. And so I was like getting a little closer to it. And, and when I got closer to it, it kind of jumped a little bit. And I was like, wow, <laughs> I started screaming <laughs> and took off. It looked like if somebody had ran over gizmo from the gremlins mm-hmm. and then threw dirt on it and kind of shook it off and stuck a bunch of smaller things on its back or whatever. So when you say smaller things, were they like mats or were they like? They were living. I think they were living. Oh. Because it was like, I don't know. I can't explain it really. And you know how the dark plays tricks on your mind. It was a full moon, I think, though, because I could see fairly well. Yeah. And his little, you know, on the back were these little things that were kind of moving about. Oh, no. And so it was huge. And I was terrified. And I went and went screaming Have back. Have you seen like. To, well, I told my brothers, right? Mm-hmm. So they were like, let's go find it and kill it. And, <laughs> you know, because that's voice. <laughs> and um, so we went looking for it. We couldn't find it. And I told my mom about it the next morning. She's like, well, maybe they dug up a huge spider back there. You know, digging in the earth like that can wake up a bunch of stuff you ought not to see. That's how she <laughs> talked. Dang. Yeah. So she totally believed me, but she did believe me. But I was like, I, to this day, I think about that thing. So have you ever seen when they pull out a nest of daddy long leg spiders and yeah. they're all, uh-huh. is it like that? Um, No, not really. These were like, these were like hairballs they were really hairy dirty looking i thought tarantula my my first thought was a tarantula with a bunch of tarantulas on its back that's what it looked like but the size of a basketball but yeah it was big oh my god that's scary i can't can't do spiders i can't well and i thought i won't let myself picture this that's what i was thinking and then but when i got close to it to see tried to get close to it and it kind of jumped a bit i was like "Uh -uh." (laughs) opt in place you were like (laughs) deuces i don't know what that was it was giant it looked spider-like or run over gizmo or whatever had stuff crawling around on its back and i was like ah (laughs) nope that's what that's what we call that we call that a no no thank you we call that a no thank you it it was a nope it was a no thank you (laughs) yeah for sure it was a nope it was a no thank you yeah it was (laughs) scary i think about it today and i still wonder what was that that know? is like you're my hand staring my hair standing up on my arms I'm i mean like, we're oh not my far, gosh. it wasn't far from a creek too so i mean there was you know natural water and everything and i don't know what it was but it was scary that's all i'm telling you but even like the things crawling on the back like and it, if it looked like a spider it probably had more than four legs so it couldn't have been like a gopher or a beaver no, or anything like, like that 
okay, if you've ever seen like a wolf spider. Oh, nope. No, I don't no, no, need no. it. I, I know, but I'm picturing it now and okay, I don't want to. Picture one dead and how its legs draw up at the sides yeah. real tight. This thing's legs were really tight up at the sides and it was crawling and then it would kind of teeter-totter a little bit, I guess, with the weight on it. I don't know. It was creepy, y'all. That's all I know. Oh, my god! But see, that area of that town, I've seen a lot of things in that area of that town. And um, that's not, that's just one of them, you know? That's just so creepy. So, yeah, that one was just, like, weird. Now, I've lived in on other in other parts of that town and haven't had any issues at all but that one part of town is just there's something there it's just lively <laughs> oh my gosh place. that's just oh uh, so, i wonder if there's like an actual cryptid cryptid that that would fall under or if that's know. just something different i don't know i don't know yeah. man oh it's creepy and it's interesting and i love but it I have so much seen, like you know how we were talking about other dimensional beings and stuff yeah as a young child, I saw something so terrifying that I it stole my voice. You yeah. ever had it steal your breath or your voice? Yeah, you're just you're like, saying? you can't say anything. Um, and it was broad daylight at school. Oh, my goodness. Um, and it was giant. It was terrible. I'm, I'm not going to go into it on here. But later on, like in my 20s, I was looking through a book, and there it was. What was it? <laughs> I don't remember what they called it. Uh. I'll have to find it. I recently started trying to find it again. Uh-huh. But according to that book, it was, um, the book was um, was American Indian, Native American type stuff. I had a friend who was Native American. Yeah. He had a lot of books, and I was describing this thing to him years and years later, and, and he goes, hang on a second. He pulls a book off his shelf uh -huh. and says, is this it? And I was like, oh, yes, that's it, that's it, that's it. I can't remember what it was called. Um We'll have to look into that and see. It Maybe was, we can it figure was it out. really scary. I don't want to ever see that again. Ever. And that's the thing is like, you know, we, in our culture, we have pushed all this to the side. But if you talk to people who are in, uh, indigenous, you talk to other cultures, you know, these these things came from somewhere. Yeah. A lot of them were just like, oh, matter of fact, like this this man was like, oh, you mean this? Oh, it's a fly <laughs> he's like, oh, it's a flying saucer. Let's pull you know, it over and watch. Well, it's, this just, guy, it's a Tuesday. You know, he pulls this book off his shelf and he goes, you mean this? And there he was. Oh, my gosh. You know? And it's like, oh, so this thing exists. See, it exists. That's what I'm saying. That's why I believe it's like a dimensional thing. It's something yeah. more like that than interplanetary. That's just my opinion. It could be both. It could be both. And I mean, I'm we don't know. Subject to change. I mean, subject to change. <laughs> subject to change. It just it depends. It yeah. just cracks. You know, it doesn't crack me up. It's just like it fascinates me because you know our world is just like basically a little blip in this huge galaxy, and then all of a sudden, you know, oh yeah, guess what? They're real. We don't know what they are, but they're real. Okay, so how do we explain it? You know, right. So, so I mean, it's it's hard to explain. All right. So what was your glimmer this week? My glimmer this week? Let's see. Well, my week started off a lot more gently than last week. Good. <laughs> you know, and uh, we got to have a fun weekend with my girls. And that's good. It was nice. Oh, nice. that's good. So. I think... Um, I think my glimmer is 
becoming more confident in myself again. I tend to struggle with self-confidence. And so when I can have that sureness and knowing, okay, I'm doing the right thing, it's, you know, it's a peace. It's not necessarily a happiness. It's just a peace and being able to find my power back, you know? Yeah. Because I do have a lot of self-doubt because that's, you know, you're yeah. going to hell if you don't. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's not making it happiness. But anyway, so um, it's nice to have my voice back and my power back. And I lose that sometimes. And when I gain it back, it's a glimmer. Yeah, absolutely. So. <sighs> All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Um, so this is episode one of Cry Cryptover. And hopefully we will have some pretty fun little cryptids for you guys this month. Yeah. Um, we will start uh, trying to figure out what we're going to do for the holidays. Thanksgiving's the next month, so November. So we'll look into what's that. Um, and then December will be Hanukkah and Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then we'll have the new year and we'll have to figure out where we're going to go with 2024, but we're having fun with this and we're really enjoying it. And we're thankful for every listen that we get. Yeah. We've hit over a hundred listens, which may not seem like a lot for the big podcast, but it was a nice fun goal <laughs> for us. And I wanted yeah. to acknowledge it. So, um, we just, we love what we're doing. We're not doing it for anything, but for fun. So, yeah, uh, we're not looking to get famous. I'm not looking to get famous. I mean, you might even be a bit. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm not looking to get famous. <laughs> uh, uh, no, we're not looking to get famous. We're just two friends having fun and, and talking about things. And I and it's a good way for us to spend time together and enjoy each other. So yeah. um, we do appreciate, like I said, any listen that we get. And so it's just lots of fun. Well, I'm Heather. I'm Jay. And this is the Trauma Tally. Bye. Bye. <laughs>